0: Hello, and welcome to I Get That A Lot. I'm Jim Fishwick. Every episode, a special guest tells us all the jokes that get made about their name a little too often. And this week's guest is Benny Marma. Benny's an award-winning playwright based in Kirikiri Roa Hamilton here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. With his company, Tahi Ta'i Tusi. He's written, directed, and been in countless cool productions, including Thursday's Child, which won an Adam New Zealand Play Award, and his adaptation of A Midsummer Night's Dream, which he translated into a mix of English, Samoan, and Tereo Mari Kuki Irony. When Benny steps on stage, he's just magnetic. He can switch from wacky to tender, from hearty to hurting, and will have an audience eating out of his hand. I've seen it, myself. He's just great. Anyway, in this episode, Benny tells us about the one joke he gets about his name over and over, and the subsequent grudge he has against Elton John. He tells us about the art of names in playwriting, and also relates one of the most beautiful stories we've ever had on the show. I'll be back at the end, but between now and then, here's I Get That A Lot with Benny Marma.
1: Kia ora na. my name is Benny I am a Kirikiniroa-based actor, writer, director, I'm an award-winning playwright, I'm gonna flex that, and I won an Amateur Theatre Award for playing Lurch in The Addams Family, the musical. Uh, spoiler alert, I said nothing in that role, I sang a verse of a song at the end, and they still gave me an award. The only joke about my name is Benny and the Jets. And that song has followed me my entire life. People walking past and saying, Benny! I'm like, what? What a surprise. You're so original. My um, singing teacher in year nine found out what my name was and she was like oh Benny I was like what and she said have you never heard that song and I said no and so she <laughs> our next kind of lesson she brought a cassette tape and then put it in and she was like so this is Elton John's song Benny and the Jets I was like cool and played it and I was like oh oh okay this this sounds like a bop okay the song was quite neat she was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a cool song." I said, "Yeah," and she said, "Oh, in this context, Benny's a woman." I was like, oh, why would you say that?" I mean, I'm like, let's be fair; it's Dalton John. Benny is not a woman, <laughs> but she was so adamant that I know the song because. I guess knowing is half the fun. So now that I know the song, I can... I, I know exactly what everyone is saying. And that's such a curse. I would be a very happy person if that song never existed. I would be fine if people sang the whole song. Or sang parts of the song. Um, it's like my friend Maria always makes a joke of like... um The only Maria I will accept is from West Side Story. So if you start singing Maria... You better know the whole song, because if you don't, then bye. Maybe that'll be the rule I instill. You have to know, like, 25% of the song before you can make fun of my name. Because if you don't, I'm going to chide you sternly. (laughs) I'm not going to do anything but waggle my finger and say, Tat-tats. You lose this round. <laughs> so yes, Benny, Benny and the Jets can die a slow death. That's pretty much, oh, and I get Benny Hill. But that's not very, that's not as prevalent as people singing Benny at me. It's not even with me, it's at me. I was working one day. And some guys at Bell you, walked past and just yelled, Benny! I'm like, why? What do you get out of this? You acknowledge that I not only work here, but also my name is Benny. Like, why? Why did you do this? What What do you think I get out of this interaction? Nothing. And by this stage, they're already gone. They're down the street. And I've just been ranting at a window. So yeah, that's the joke I get about my name. Yeah, I don't think they—I don't think they do it to make fun of my name. I think they—it's just the connection they make. They're like, "Oh, his name is Benny, Benny." I don't think there's any malice behind it, like at all, except for that one person at high school. <laughs> he knows who he was, because he was head boy and I wasn't. I should have been head boy. It was deputy head boy, that should have been my name on the honors board, but it wasn't. It was his name, and he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing when he when he yelled Betty at me when I was working at four a.m. at Subway. Yes, yes, it was this guy. But other than that, no, it, there's nothing behind it. Your your brain goes somewhere to like instantly recognize where this alien thing is from. Um, it's like when people. Ask me where I'm from. I'm like, oh, I'm from the Cook Islands. They immediately go, oh, oh, um, so you're Rarotongan? I'm like, no, I'm not from Rarotonga. It's like, oh, do you know? Have you been there? And that's the same, like, response I get. It's usually, I'm from the Cook Islands. Oh, have you been there? It's like, no, I was kind of born and raised here. Oh, but you must go there. I, I know, I, I really, I want to go there. I want to... Want to see where, like my people came from. Yeah, you know, I need to go to the homeland. Part of the reason why I won't get tattooed yet is I want to be able to see where I'm from, before I do that. Before I mark my skin with the um with the markings of our people, of my people. And I don't re- I don't say all that. I just say I want to go back home, um, but I want to go when I'm ready. Go. And they and they and usually reply, oh, but you must. I went to a wedding there and it was beautiful. Oh, just magical. And it's like, oh, you've seen tourist Cook Islands, haven't you? Yes. Okay. Okay. You've seen the jump on the party bus and ride around Cook Islands. That's what you've seen. Okay. Yes, you're right. I should go there. I absolutely should. But it's not, there's no malice behind it. You're, you're making a connection immediately to... Oh, his name is Benny. Oh, I like that song. I really like that song. I'm going to sing the song at him. I hope he likes it too. Cuz, my name is Benny. How many other Bennies do you know? One other. And that's the one with the jets. That's the only Benny you know. But the one Benny that has an electric suit and a boots and a mohair suit. I don't think it's anything but. Recognition and a need to connect with me straight away, and a need to connect with anyone. You meet somebody, and if they're some part of them is unfamiliar where they're from or their name, if that isn't familiar to you at all, um, you connect it immediately to something you do know. You don't want to be afraid of the unknown, but you have to find familiar ground with the unknown. So you do, you go to a song or a happy memory of a place or of a name and so kind of for all of my posturing and kind of comic like rah, harumphing as i like to call it harumph huh. i don't actually find it too annoying um, i mean it gets annoying when you keep going and it's like okay well you've had your fun please stop but i don't find it as grating as i used to I guess it comes with age. but look. that I said that. It comes with a um being long-toothed and used to used to this. And look, I'd rather people made fun of my name, um or make jest of my name. Um I've been made fun of plenty of worse things. My name is fine. Ooh. Ever kind of asked about where the name comes from. Either. All they sort of say um, after they do the Benny the Jets thing, I'm like, oh, wow, you're funny. What a story. Like they invariably go into like short for Benjamin, right? I'm like, N- no, no, it's it's Benny. Like really? Oh, oh wow. Yeah, it's a it's unique, sure yeah kind of weirdly shocked that my parents were so short-sighted as to not not give me the full version i just got the the trial version of the name (laughs) they didn't bother to pay for the subscription i was at i was making a booking for dinner for a bunch of us and I ran the place and I was like, cool, booking for six for Benny. And they were like, booking for six for, an unintelligible word. And I'm like, cool, thank you, buddy. And they messed group chat and I was like, yeah, we're all set. Six for Benny. Or it might be something else. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they got the name wrong. Might be Jenny. Might be Danny. Might
0: be John. Who knows? How about Marama? Where does that come from?
1: Marama. So here in Kirikiruroa. There was a teacher, uh, Mr. Martimer. No idea who he was. I'd introduce myself, at, like primary school, into me, and to me, they'd be like, "Oh, do you know Mr. marma Is he your dad?" And I'm like, "Not no." Oh, we've got the same last name. I was like, mm, "Cool." Then I would constantly get like, "You're Mr. Martimer. Do you know Mr. Martimer? Is Mr. Martimer your father?" And the last person who said that I was like well my surname actually comes from like a Polynesian naming tradition uh, where we get the first name of our fathers as our surname my um, so my nieces and nephews in the islands um, their kind of maternal grandfather sorry, paternal grandfather is Ben so of course their last names are Ben yeah my last name is Marra because my dad's first name is Mara. They're like, oh, I've discovered your surname is is Bartima. You must know these obscure people. And I'm like, I don't, but I see where you came from. I see where you've come from this. Yeah, which is which is Benny. And it's comforting for them. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. As long as i as long as I've made someone comfortable, I guess, assuage someone and made someone feel calm, then I'm fine. I don't I don't think anyone actively goes out to make anyone uncomfortable. Uh, well, depends on the day of the week <laughs> and the time. Um, so yeah, I guess any at any point if anyone feels like or kind of put out that they've done this like weird thing about my name I'm like, it's fine. Okay. Had your fun. Sweet. It's all good. Now let's, let's just calm down for a bit. <laughs>
0: How do you approach naming your plays? What makes a good title for a show?
1: I usually write a little bit of it, or I sort of have the seed, and I'm like, oh, but it has to have a title. Like, it has to have a presence. Um, you give it a title, you, you name your, your baby, and that baby is officially kind of one with the world. So I have to give my, and I have to give my kind of babies a cool name. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give you a cool name because you deserve a cool name. And it it is interesting because I do really like, I love an awesome name on a piece. If I don't have a cool name for a play, then I'm stuck. (laughs) Like my baby should have a presence, should be present. And if my baby isn't, then damn, <laughs> I, I need to find it something. I need to find it something. I was writing a play a while ago, and it was about two sex workers and who had started up being friends, but no longer friends had a really close friendship. And I was like, spent the longest time trying to find like a real, real bomb name. I happened to be looking at um, a copy of Midsummer Night's Dream as one does casually. And I came across a line. I was like, we we Hermia, like two artificial gods, have with one thread made one flower or something. I was like, cool, artificial gods. Sweet. That is this. That's this. And then just as soon as I gave it that presence, it's like, flowed. A play that I won an award for, again, was like struggling for a title because I couldn't find a title. I couldn't really work on it. And then it came to me. And then this kind of comedy drama about this, like a fiercely independent lawyer who finds out she's pregnant, but finds out via her house. Um, And she's quite emotionally stunted um also be pregnant, I named the play Thursdays Child after The Thursdays Child is Far Go. But also I thought it'd be super difficult and have it all be in lowercase with like a period in between Thursdays and Child. Made it so hard for everyone that ever had to write about it because I would just say no no no, it's all lowercase. Don't 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 if it autocorrects to a
0: capital T, fix it. How about naming characters? What's your approach to that?
1: Being honest, when it comes to naming characters, it's kind of it's it's dependent on the character. I um kind of realized that I had this really cool kind of um collected sort of um female character called Ava. And I was like, Ava sounds like such a cool name. Like you're so. Kind of aloof and just you're cool. You're the cool girl. Then I realized I'd named like several characters in different plays over because I had that exact same kind of thought process. And I was like, something has to give. Like they they can't all be uh, they can't all be over. I think one's Elsa, Ilsa, <laughs> but I, I guess it's it's dependent. It, it depends. It depends on the piece. With with Thursday's Child. Went with a name for the um, super intense lawyer character. That could be really casual. Um, but also sound really formal. So you could go from uh, Jessica. Um, to hi it's Jess. Even shorter. What up it's Jay. So you could go from Jessica Van Campen to just Jess. Um, so, and that kind of reflected her as a character, just sort of striding between being this professional to this new kind of, oh my God, I'm having a kid. (laughs) How do I do that? To her former life as being like, just, just, Jess VK, JVK. Yeah, I'm cool. It's easier to name, but also kind of harder to name, um... The characters for the for one of the plays I'm working on, which is a 90s um, adaptation of The Picture of Dorian Gray, which again, I thought of titles and I was like, I'm, what's this going to be? I'm going to give it a really cool title and it's going to be Basilisk because that's a mythological creature that turns you to stone once you look at it, like that, that kills you once you look at it, so... Felt super appropriate for a play about a hyper-queer 90s Dorian Gray. Um, but it was really fun like looking at how I repurposed their names, turning Lord Henry into Lady Etta. Um, and instead of having kind of like a, a title, um, the lady part is kind of... Uh, because she's a socialite. Um, she's lady. She's referred to as Lady Etta. She's infamous. Basil, the artist becoming the Samoan, queer Samoan female artist called Sina, Basina. Um, which I'll be honest, it's kind of a stretch. <laughs> but I was like, no, I like, I like Basina and I like Sina. I want this artist to be kind of um, Jean-Michel Basquiat. Cool kind of punk um, female artist of color. And it was really interesting kind of finding parallels between sort of what the 90s looked like then and plus how they, it affects characters and what it does to the characters. But keeping Dorian Gray as Dorian Gray, I think she goes on this really long kind of boring rant about the etymology of her name, like... Dorian comes from the Doria tribe of Greece, and this and this and this. Did you know they were artists and conquerors? And this and this and this. And I think Lady Ed was like, wow, this is so interesting. Drink. In terms of names, how I go about naming characters, um, it is dependent, play to play. Uh, a play I'm working on, um, which is, I call it a vampire comedy, but not like what we do in The Shadows. In the sense that it's not like laugh out loud funny at all. It's just it's what if vampires were your really dry kind of urban professional friends? There are four characters, two couples, and I wanted them to have kind of classical sounding names. So kind of Julius and sorry Marcus and Caleb, which are the queer couple, and Ava. Uh, which is really cool, and to a new boyfriend, Greg. Marcus, Caleb, Ava, and Greg. Greg. And the name of that play is Throat. I love, I'm, I'm sorry, I love names of plays. You get a good one and you're like, damn! This is, this is a good looking, this is a good looking baby. so much power about Benny and um, just to talk about my name. My nana looked at me, freshly born, not freshly born, like all the like birth goop kind of scooped off of me. And she looked at me and she said, Benny. Straight away. And mum was gonna call me Samuel, which is my little brother. So Samuel said, no, Benny. Any back to mum? And it was a similar thing with my one of my nephews. His brother-in-law rang up, mum. I was like, he was like, mama, I've got a boy. She was like, I was like well, good, thanks mama. Good, that's his name. Like mum told me that my name came from my nana's kind of favorite family member. Uncle, brother, cousin. Favorite family member, which was kind of cool. I was like, "Yeah, go, Uncle Benny!" (laughs) Woo. When Nana was about to pass, uh, this was two thousand seven. I went to her side. I went to her bed because we're all doing like the, "Hi, Nana, we're still, we're here." Woo. (laughs) So glad I said that. Uh, Right after I said, as my Nana was dying, um. As Nana was about to pass, we all said, uh, kind of, I went up and uh, say hi and kind of talk and hold her hand and it was my turn and I went up and I held her hand and she looked up at me and she said, Benny, I was like, yes, it's me. Yes, it's me, Nana. I didn't say it like that, that would, that would be awful. And she said, Benny, I've missed you, I've missed you, Benny, Um, kind of really, really happy, and... Really, yeah, really happy that she'd seen me. And then it got really familiar, and she said, i missed you, I've missed you. Like, where have you been this whole time? I'm so glad you're here. Um, and then I got really, really sort of like, what is happening? <laughs> and then I... Left the room after I gave Nana a kiss. And I left and was talking to Mum. And I was like, that was what happened. <laughs> and Mum said, You look like him. I was like, What? Showed me a photo. And I kid you not, like, I was spitting image of the Benny in her life. Except he had a bed and I didn't. But he was bald. And I wasn't, but kind of. Looked exactly, but you know, (laughs) um, according to mum, I look so much like him now, bald with a beard, but that was why Nana heard Benny, saw me and was like, cool, that's my Benny. That's the Benny I know. Um, and it's weird to think that that all came from her holding me and looking at me and saying, Benny, that's so strange to think. And then 22 years later, being like, oh, I get it now. Ah, it all clicks. I guess that's part of the reason why I've sort of made my peace with Benny and the damn Jets. But also made my peace with my name is like, it means so much more than just the song. And kind of taking the sort of zen approach of like, yeah, I'm really glad that this... This reenactment of this song gives you such joy. My name comes from my Nana's favorite. So I'm really glad that you get to enjoy it as well.
0: That was Benny Marma. What a cool guy. To keep up to date about his upcoming shows, you can follow his company Tahitai Tasi on Instagram at Tahita That's T-A-H-I-T-A-I-T-A-S-I. There's an amazing story behind the name of that company, which you can hear in the bonus episode for this episode by supporting the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Jim Fishwick. Not only do you get to hear all the things we couldn't fit in the main episodes this series, you also help support the show and keep the lights on. You can also support the show by following us on Instagram at Igetthatalotpod, or by rating and reviewing the show wherever you listen, or by telling a friend about the cool podcast that you listen to, especially if that cool podcast is this one. Also, as an aside... In this episode, Benny mentioned that his friend Maria has a complicated relationship with the song Maria from The Sound of Music. If you'd like to hear a different Maria's perspective on that song and many other Maria songs, why not check out our very first episode with writer Maria Lewis? She has some strong feelings about those songs. Music in this episode is by the poly-multi-talented Louis Zong. You can see all the myriad things he gets up to at louisong.com and there are links to all these things that I've mentioned in the show notes. Thank you for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with our next episode featuring the hacker known as Alex, but until then, dear listener, bye bye.